0: seem like the kind of dogs that would go to the dog park they don't seem mobile
1: choose your words carefully tommy yeah that's a really dangerous place to be talking about my dogs like that
0: i'm just saying they they seem like they might get bullied i don't short. know if they'd be able to keep up with the younger more agile they can keep the dogs. up with
1: the dogs they're young dogs too well, they're one good. years old dogs
0: uh they don't look young
1: don't fuck with my dogs tommy
0: they look like a solid 7
1: they're a they're a solid ten. Ten out of ten, would would fluff him.
0: Okay, I was waiting for the verb. I was con- I was concerned for a sec. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Welcome to this episode of the current podcast that I'm on. I am Tommy, and this is Melanie and Linnea, who are both in the same house this week. We you COVID alarm going off?
1: No. Uh, no, not even.
0: <laughs> defend yourselves.
1: Uh, it's just right, us, Your Honor. Linnea, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Linnea doesn't see anyone and I've already had it, so I can't mm-hmm. get it or give it. And we tested positive multiple times before we rented out this private <laughs> island, so. And there's only like 60 of our closest friends here. Yeah, <laughs> No masks, only vibes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> only
2: vibes on a mask in sight.
0: Just a nice private island and a hologram. Perfect birthday. Yeah. They got divorced this week. That's fun. I wonder uh, if any of us will talk about that, but <laughs> I am not. Uh, let's see what Melanie is talking about this week.
1: Yes, hello. My name is Melanie Sweland. Str- <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Can you bleep out uh, my last not name again?
0: I got to bleep it again. Damn All it. Right.
1: Um, so I'm going to be talking about um, Ella Emhoff this week. Um New York Fashion Week is happening next week, so starting on Monday. So when this comes out, New York Fashion Week will be in, in going on. Okay. Uh, we recently got a new president, and that new president has a vice president, and that vice president has a stepdaughter whose name is Ella Emhoff. And Ella Emhoff, she's currently a student at Parsons School for Design, which you may know from um, nope. Project Runway. And oh. she, uh, recently got a gig modeling for um, Proenza Schuller, who does basically this like, this brutalist like, workwear as ready to wear kind of sad. I Tommy, I sent mm-hmm. you the pictures of her. Um, yeah.
0: did Did she get that gig before or after her mom became the vice president? So
1: that would be after. I mean, it Ooh.
0: was. Well you, when she you, was nepotism. the when she
1: was the vice presidential nominee or whatever. Yeah, I
0: Oh, the nominee.
1: To be fair, well, I mean no. like Tom, look at her. She's she's real she's a really beautiful woman. Um I mean, yeah, she, and, she, has, uh, a model she has a very look.
2: androgynous look. And like her um yeah. her eyebrows and her hair kind of help that out. But she also has like a very like classic kind of like almost like baby yeah, she does.
1: She has a baby face baby to her. Face. So um, she will be modeling um, for, uh, for New York Fashion Week this year for the spring-summer um, edition of New York Fashion Week. She recently came out with a fashion... She released some fashion. She released five fashion, five whole pieces of wow. fashion. And uh, they included pants, a bag... And a dress. And she does knitwear, which is why this is sort of interesting. She does knitted items. Yeah, Lynn's pulling up um, one of her crocheted pieces. That's basically a quilted crocheted jacket um, with a oversized zipper. She's very attached to this, like, 90s style. Uh, I y Yeah, that grandma-y kind of streetwear thing that's happening right now. Um, I don't necessarily like her stuff she makes these pants that are basically just like tight knitted pants um the cool thing she does do with those though is she she auctions them off to uh to people and it helps support for the girls and uh another and the Ochre project as well um I'm looking at all the pictures Linnea has of her. She really represents this kind of like new, vibrant sort of designer that we don't get to see very often. And and that's that's really why she's special is that there's this kind of... uh, there's like There's been recently a departure from like really sophisticated looks in fashion. Um, If you look at like, even if you look at uh, New York Fashion Week, there's a couple of designers who are getting into skatewear, but even that stuff is kind of traditional and they're playing with really
2: uh sophisticated looks it reminds me of like what I see models wearing on their Instagram like very like what models wear on their day off it's like she's wearing that or she's designing that kind of stuff and then I think that like what's unique about it is you don't I don't see a lot of models doing design yeah so I think that maybe that's why she has that specific angle. She's like, "Oh, this is what this is what all we actually wear." Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically,
1: she's she's designing for actual models. Like we don't
2: wear art every day,
1: exactly. We wear clothes, and um, yeah, she uses a lot of really bright colors. She uses a lot of just like silly, poppy kind of designs, and that's the thing about her. Um, I did message my fashion cousin
2: about her. I will say that like gay social media is very
1: gay social media really likes her very they like her a lot um, and uh, I asked you know I said I'm suspicious because she's Kamala's kid so like is she just famous because she's because she's Kamala's kid
2: mm-hmm. and
1: um, he said no it's because she seems cool and okay uh, um, and she did dress very cute at the inauguration she did dress very she wore muy 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 I don't know how to say that name. Mew Mew. Mui Mew, Mui. Well, Mewy, I
0: thought Mewy. you were doing like a Jar Jar Binks impression there. Mui Mui. Mui fashion.
1: Mui <laughs> Mui. Yeah. Mew. We're looking up the pronunciation. It's, it's Mew Mew. Mew. Okay. Mew Mew. She wore a Mew Mew coat uh, or a Mew Mew dress and then this like pretty embroidered or like a beaded jacket. And big glasses. And big glasses. And it was very like, no, very androgynous. And it that's this it. Is a
0: very the... Visual subject for the audio podcast that we're doing, but if anyone wants to see this, just go to Ella Amhoff on Instagram.
1: I think it was like it was just interesting me to talk about somebody who is like recently getting really big, and she doesn't really have anything mm-hmm. to offer necessarily yet. Like, ouch! She released a fashion line that was five individual pieces. They sold out within thirty minutes. Wow! And um, and she's just and i don't i don't know i i feel like an old curmudgeon but i feel like she's just some rich girl who's going to parsons mm. and everyone's giving her credit and she doesn't deserve it um and the that stuff that- does
0: look very like homemade
1: yeah that's that's like, yeah i
0: yeah i mean I, obviously i don't have a sense of fashion i wear jeans and t-shirts and sometimes the t-shirts have stripes and buttons on them but <laughs> yeah nothing like really grabs me as being like what what this that's is interesting crazy. and new yeah it's it's just like colors <laughs> that's it
2: <laughs> you know that really is fashion sometimes it's colors and sometimes it's sometimes it's stripes and sometimes there's buttons i think tommy has got it he's onto something
0: Sometimes it's colors and being born the stepdaughter of uh, the vice president. Yeah, I think
1: she's benefiting a lot from that. I mean, and also she is stunning um, and she is cool. She's very an art kind of person. Yeah,
0: keep doing her thing.
1: There's not a lot of famous 21 year olds right now, I feel like. So we're so we were due for some more famous 21 year olds. Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: I mean, better this than making fucking TikToks. I'll say it. Damn. Damn! Although shout out to uh, Claudia Conway, the <laughs> who is another uh, oh, heir yeah. to yeah. royalty her who makes TikToks, TikToks. but uh, I'm she's glad she to chose to do so because uh, she's in a bad situation.
1: God, I'm just sad. So I don't actually know what that is. Can you? Can someone actually tell me about this? Oh, this is... I've watched a lot of them.
0: I only know that yeah she she records uh, her mom like. Being abusive and yelling at her, and has kind of like exposed. I mean, we all knew that Kellyanne Conway was a piece of shit, but she exposed like, oh, this is a really volatile household, and like, she needs help. And, and it's, it's Kellyanne was in a lot. the
2: news for like quitting being on Trump's cabinet right. to take care of her family. So there were a few TikToks of Kellyanne being like really sweet. And, like, being, like, you know, kind of, like, model mom. And then right after that, really mad at being recorded because she realized that this was a huge platform. Yeah, that her, um, her daughter has kind of cultivated. And then her daughter yeah. just started, yeah, recording more and more kind of, like, volatile, verbally
0: but abusive all the more power situation. to the daughter because, yeah, she posted a this compilation of, like, tons of clips over the Uh course of who knows how long Mm -hmm. of just like her mom screaming at her and being abusive and like throwing shit at her and it's uh yeah not to go on that tangent but
1: (laughs) that's really sad no i I mean it's great because i didn't actually have a lot i i I did think i had a lot more to talk about but um i that was it that i just i just had found this girl (laughs) um New York Fashion Week is going to be a little weird and different this year. And um, I think it's an interesting thing to check out if you get a chance to. Um, I'm going to see if like I can just like get tickets to New York Fashion Week. Um, oh, yeah, because yeah, it it's easy. Well, it's online. That's why I'm saying that. Like it's there is some stuff oh. that's in person, but all that stuff seems to be uh, all that stuff seems to be like by appointment. So it's going to be from like buyers okay. and distributors and stuff. That's um, good. Okay, Linnea has it up right now. It looks like... What actually
0: is fashion? Like, okay, I know what E3 is. I know what Comic-Con is. At Fashion Week, do you have runways, uh, runway walks of models displaying things? Yes. I- is that it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's basically a way of... Oh, it's February 11th to the 14th. Wait, no.
0: Oh, did I miss it? (laughs) (laughs) What a great informed segment we have.
2: (laughs) I missed it. How funny. (gasps)
0: Well,
2: I just got on the wait list for uh, February 11th. Oh, cool. (laughs) Awesome. We have a time
0: machine. Um, See you then. I'm in
2: there. So
1: it turns out I missed it. Um, But New York Fashion Week, (laughs) let's just, we'll talk to Tommy about this. New York Fashion Week is an opportunity for designers to show their new stuff. They have student um, stuff as well. So like really small designers can get a chance to do a runway for New York Fashion Week. And it's just basically an opportunity to have your stuff seen. Um, It's mostly garbage. I mean, it's mostly just like, it's mostly just distributors looking at the same shit. It's a place to be seen. Um, it's it's a it's a dog and pony show is that what they're called dog and so
0: similar to e3 and comic-con in that it's mostly garbage and you'll be able to buy it sometime maybe but it's
1: art but it's art yeah so think of it think of it yeah so the so the good side of it is that it is art um and uh there is a lot of parties um so those are awesome for like networking a lot of people use it for that Mm. um My boss,
2: fashion weeks are around.
1: All around the world, there's Vancouver Fashion Week, which is also huge. They have a huge student section. Um, They also do a children's fashion show, and it's a great way to like see as a person who you know isn't in the fashion industry, like what is hip and like what are the trends right now. So it's like a good way to get into that, I guess. But like, it's mostly just a way for like rich people to be seen and for people who already make lots of money selling their clothes to show that they're still doing that. Dope. There's also, there's a, also it's something for Vogue to do the next month.
2: Yeah. There was a NPR Sam Sanders show put out a different podcast <laughs> uh, about how fashion has changed during the quarantine. Mm. Tom, if you want
1: to also Google this. So it looks like a lot of looser fitting clothing. Lynn, if that even even, is that if that does that feel close to what he was talking about? Um, I am seeing some like high fashion stuff, but like for the most part, it's bright colored prints of like a white wider leg pants, a lot of trousers, a lot of trousers.
0: This all sounds exactly like what was on her Instagram.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe she just like knows fashion. It's like really possible that I don't know anything about fashion, too. Like, I, th- I might think segment. I'm cute, but maybe I'm just an absolute slob all the time.
0: All right, gang. Uh, this next segment this is the kind of segment that, honestly, I think this podcast was made for. It, it intersects uh, a couple of things together. Um, this is a headline from the New York Post. Sia's first film is unwatchable and offensive you pointed at Linnea is that I was topic gonna do she was
1: gonna do this topic <laughs> and then she didn't do this topic so it's perfect oh
0: cool perfect awesome all right uh so music is a film that came out this year it is Sia's directorial debut I don't know shit about Sia but boy did I learn some shit this week Uh, so back in 2015, she decided to make a movie she had never done one before, but her quote about uh, deciding to not only write, produce, do the soundtrack and uh, direct this movie. uh, She said, I was still a little bit insecure, but then when I started directing the video for Chandelier and most videos featuring Dance
2: Moms, Maddie Ziegler,
0: that's correct she realized that I was actually a pretty oh good Oh my God, and director. Shia LaBeouf.
2: And Shia LaBeouf. No, I know. I,
0: I, we're getting to it, trust me.
2: This is so, a spiderweb of everything that we've ever talked about in this podcast. Huh? Yeah,
0: it is, this is the series finale. So basically, <laughs> she decided, yeah. hey, I've directed music videos that have gotten uh, upward of 5 billion views on YouTube. I'm going to direct a movie that translates right well
1: stay in your lane See stay in your fucking lane
0: so there's a lot of lanes she she should should have stayed in but originally one of the first things that uh, she talked about with this movie is that she didn't want to cast someone else other than maddie ziegler like pretty much all we knew was that Hey, she's making a movie, and Maddie Ziegler, uh, not an actress, but of Dance Moms and uh, her music videos fame, was going to be in this movie.
2: Weird doppelganger child. Yeah, yeah.
0: Her little like eleven or twelve year old doppelganger who she is. Yeah,
1: she's older now.
0: Making these weird, strange. Well, at the time, yeah.
1: I, I'm, I'm deeply uncomfortable with their relationship, regardless of whether. Mm -hmm. I think Maddie Ziegler is an
2: adult now. No, I think she's fifteen. Uh, at she's
0: most. eighteen now, yeah. Oh. We we go through the chronology here. But so when she was talking about casting Maddie Ziegler as the main lead for this movie, and by the way, if you didn't know what this movie is about, uh gonna give you the log line here. It is a story of a autistic girl.
2: Mm-hmm. Nonverbal. Who, a nonverbal autistic. A nonverbally
0: autistic girl who listens to music by Sia and it's the relationship between her and her older sister who's trying to take care of her and then also their uh, African neighbor from Ghana who lives next to them played by Leslie Odom Jr. who comes into their lives now uh, you would think hey story about an autistic character. There are a lot of controversies lately about casting people who aren't a certain thing to play yep. someone that is a certain thing. Maybe <laughs> you could try to find an autistic actor to play that part. But Sia chose not to and had this to say about it. I realized it wasn't ableism. I mean, it is ableism, I guess, as well. But it's actually nepotism.
1: <laughs> she said that. I didn't know she said
0: that. <laughs> she, she gives a ton of amazing quotes. Uh, <laughs> Sia. She said it's actually nepotism because I can't do a project without Ziegler. Uh, I don't want to. I wouldn't make art if it didn't include her. Mm. her Which muse. is
1: it's disgusting. strange.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And one of these videos, yeah, we mentioned it was for Elastic Heart and it was starring her and Shia LaBeouf in nude underwear dancing around in a cage, Mm -hmm. which was odd.
1: It's a metaphor for the uh, imprisonment of... um,
0: Yeah, go keep going. You you got it.
1: Of Maddie Ziegler. (laughs) Free Maddie Ziegler. (laughs) She's (laughs) trapped.
0: Free Ziegler uh so that video which people uh were uncomfortable with I just want to read this quote that uh sia gave for that video uh yeah trying to defend elastic heart okay I, did I anticipated see that. some quote unquote pedophilia cries for this video misspelled pedophilia all I can say is wait did she Maddie spell it the Shia, British way
1: because then she did
0: it uh, is it okay oh,
2: no, no no not
0: that way it's peto and then p-h-e-l-i-a what a it's dumb bitch I. so <laughs> she said all i can say is maddie and shia are two of the only actors i felt could play these two warring sia self-states i don't know what that means probably okay. some of the symbolism you're talking it's about it's the
1: brown side and the blonde side of her hair
2: fighting yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the Reese's pieces that is <laughs> sia's internal state i apologize to <laughs> those Reese's who feel triggered by elastic heart my intention was to create some emotional content not to upset anybody mm-hmm. now i read this quote because i think it's really indicative of what her thought process right. was into making this movie she wanted to create some emotional content and could not see doing it without using her favorite people mm-hmm. instead of like actually trying to put research or work into using someone else who might be better yeah, suited it seems to it
2: very self-serving
0: yeah which very. is not
2: when you should be bringing in marginalized communities when you're being self serving
0: yeah i'm gonna use the dance mom's girl because she has 13 million twitter followers uh just saying
1: how did the so movie she, do? Do we know? Are you
2: gonna Are you gonna reveal that right. it? Sounds-
0: oh, I'm, I'm, This is a whole three acts. <laughs> okay. Saga. Okay. We'll, I we'll will. I it. will give you your space.
2: I will come in and say. Can I say my personal Sia yeah. story? It's very short. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay.
0: <laughs> I just like when <laughs> you
2: had to think I about listened, it. I well, I'm her. just looking at where we Am are I in permitted? the timeline.
0: But yeah, go ahead. Before
2: her chandelier album, when she went like super pop mainstream, I listened to her. Uh,
0: Oh, her earlier stuff.
2: Her earlier stuff, and I loved it.
0: Do you take some issue with where she's gone, or have you just lost interest?
2: Um, I lost interest.
0: Okay. So she wrote the story for this in 2007. This is an idea she had dating all the way back to then when she had a one-page treatment, and she decided to bring on a children's book author to help her write the script, and her reasoning for doing that is because... Uh,
2: Only autistic people are children. You grow out of it when you're an adult.
0: <laughs> not going to touch that. For me, the process was basically, Sorry. I work out the I did the work with autistic people.
2: So, like, I'm not racist. We'll talk about
0: that <laughs> later. No, that's good experience to bring to the later part of it. Okay, so Tom's basically she gave a quote saying this. that she likes to act out the film. She likes to, um, like, feel it out she doesn't like to sit down she literally said it's really the formatting i can't be bothered to learn final draft i'm not a technical person i don't want to have to do the production which is very technical editor,
2: a children's author to do
0: to do the script yeah to help her write the script but she she dictated the, Do story. the technical
2: version of the script no i think per- i think he means
1: literally write it on paper sorry tommy
0: <laughs> we're getting caught up on this i have a lot more to get to she brought <laughs> in a pages. children's book author to help her flesh out the script because she didn't want to sit down and learn how to use final draft i don't know what made her think she could then go and direct a whole film <laughs> so <laughs> kate hudson plays mm-hmm. the female lead okay. uh, wait you're thinking uh tommy i thought maddie ziegler is the one who plays the autistic girl who by the way is in the movie named music that is her name
1: her name is uh, music
0: yeah not <laughs> she couldn't have a normal name she is very human but we had to name her like an object
1: yeah So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: kate hudson <laughs> plays her older sister uh who is named kazoo cool but <laughs> that is abbreviated to Zoo. Cool, and she was originally going to be played by either Shia LaBeouf or Jonah Hill.
1: Cool, and <laughs> she was. Then, so the character uh, would have yeah. been a boy, I guess.
0: Then,
2: yeah, this really does feel like. See, as like, I'm gonna pick my favorite people that I like to watch, and then I'm gonna cast them yes. into a movie.
0: Well. Funny you say that. Then Sia saw an Instagram post of Kate Hudson singing, and she decided to change the gender of the role and cast her in it.
2: Wow, how Tim Anderson.
0: And then uh she also saw Leslie Odam's. Do you Jr. mean Tim Albertson? Yeah. Do you mean
2: Tim Albertson? I'm drunk. Uh, I'm drunk.
0: she saw him in Hamilton and then tweeted at him and cast him in the movie as well. So she we're just flying by the seat of our pants, is my point. She just picks an impulse and goes this with it. It's like
2: fantasy, fantasy football casting.
1: This is absolutely fantasy football casting. That is a very good thing to say.
0: <laughs> so, Sia, how do I segue what, into this What, next what about
1: Sia, Tommy? What about Sia? What about to
0: Rain Man the musical? Oh, and she said that she that's a quote from her because she likes that movie, she likes uh Gilbert Grape, she likes Forrest Gump, she misses movies like that. Okay, but she also hates musicals and thinks they're tacky. That's another thing she's on the record as saying. She said she made it a musical after people told her she was being stupid for not because she's like a music person. Okay, so (laughs) once again, I'm just Setting up here the frame of mind of the person conceptualizing and running this whole ship. She
2: likes disabled fantasy that is made by able people.
0: Yes, correct.
2: She loves an
1: underdog story is what it
2: feels like.
0: Yeah, she she said she really wanted to make people feel something. However uh, nefariously she accomplished that.
2: But you have to use someone with a disability or use sorry right use as a as a plot device sorry not use the actual
0: person so the uh maddie ziegler she was 14 years old when they filmed it okay and she decided to research uh yeah by watching uh what's eating gilbert grape which starred leo dicaprio as a a person and then she also watched (laughs) uh legitimately autistic people on youtube as part of her research sure she said i'd get in my head at times i'm going to try and replicate those mannerisms and those tics uh which okay and did she at any point meet an
1: autistic person in real life did she at any point she didn't mention it no not that she mentioned cool
0: so and then in a few days into the production um there actually was a point where she was feeling self-conscious about the whole thing sia tells a story about how ziegler was in tears being afraid that her performance would be uh insensitive that the whole thing would yeah. uh, yes be a controversy
1: the, the answer so, is yes good
0: instinct yeah uh but sia reassured her i won't let that happen
2: no <laughs> and that's yeah. where people say that they should have gotten a uh, actually autistic. Yeah. A person I think with for- autism to be a consultant, or at least I'm hiring. You know, using the money to actually make sure. Well, yeah. Is not
0: so there. Yeah, obviously there's a ton more they could have done, but the amount that they did do, she reassured Maddie and I guess the crew and everyone by getting approval from a few different sources. Actually, while they were making the movie, uh, the Child Mind Institute, the National Council on Severe Autism. Autism yeah. Speaks.
1: Yeah. Which not the after some research no, bad one. is
0: iffy. Yeah. Not a great one. Kind of treats autism like a disease that needs to be cured.
1: Yeah. That's like their whole thing. That's like their whole mission statement is to fix autism. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then they actually got approval from Steven Spielberg. Cool. Who saw Maddie cool. Ziegler's performance and then cast her in West Side Story?
1: <laughs> Maddie Ziegler is in a West Side Story.
0: Yeah, I think she's a supporting character. Right. Yeah. So,
1: but who is she playing? Who? who where's the white girl I, I character remember. in that? In that? In that famously brown
0: play. Uh, look forward to it. I don't. She'll <laughs> yeah. be there. And I
2: think that like people are saying that there is a difference between like just like the people on the boards of those organizations like a a lot of them might be very well-meaning but a lot of them might just be like not differently abled like just like a bunch of people who are like i love autistic people um i really want to work in this sector but i'm still just like a non-disabled person and having them like okay the movie is not the same she's reaching out to
0: caretakers and carers those are not autistic people Yeah. yeah And uh, so I'm just setting up. That's how she felt she was in the clear. And uh, we'll get to the backlash in a bit. So killer. She (laughs) shot the movie in 2017. And then it was in editing hell for the next four years. Yeah. And she talks about that saying, I couldn't seem to find the right editor, someone who understood the magic I was trying to make happen. Finally, we did. But. I got really sick and also really depressed. My PTSD was just out of control and I nearly didn't leave the house for three or four
1: years. Wait, what? what, (laughs) Not to diminish this at all, but what? what was her PTSD in relationship to? Was it that her movie wasn't working out?
0: I think that, yeah, I think I think she <laughs> went through editors who told her, hey, uh, I can't make this shit work. Yeah. And uh, it took her a while to find someone who was,
1: was willing, willing to, to it take work. it and yeah,
0: yeah, watch it for long, long hours. <laughs> Three or four years. Let me just put this in perspective for anyone who doesn't know. It probably takes at most, I think, six to eight months to usually mm-hmm. edit a film. OK, so uh, that's quite a while. Uh, so November twentieth, twenty twenty. This is a headline from Vulture. Sounds
1: like hell. Yeah. This is from November.
0: Yeah. This is after the trailer had come out.
1: That's the most recent November that's happened.
0: Yes, correct. (laughs) Sia criticized for not casting actors with autism. Yes, comma attacks critics on Twitter.
1: Who does Sia did? Oh, Sia came back.
0: Who else? Uh. So Sia <laughs> replied to around 40 tweets, it says, uh, who, who are criticizing the film and its casting. Because I guess like before it had been announced that it was going to be a movie about autism starring Maddie Ziegler, probably. But when you see the trailer, uh, I'm tempted to play it for you, but no, I because I, I, I have something else to play for you later. I think we'll just do that. Okay. Uh, when you see the trailer, you see that Maddie Ziegler doesn't really play this character she 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 plays it like very as someone with a severe like somebody made uh in their review the comparison that this is kind of like the minstrel show of oh jesus performances okay it's just the worst of the stereotypes and the physical tics that you can imagine that's a good
2: analogy because it is like definitely like put on for abled people
0: yeah and it's and it's also It's like if you were to play, you know, uh, using the crudest example, if you're going to play like a black character who loves watermelon and eats fried chicken all the time, it's like, (laughs) okay, listen,
1: no, I'm making a point.
0: I'm making a point. (laughs) I'm not at all saying that's I'm saying that's terrible. Don't do that. Yes. And you can't use the argument. Well, there are people like that, though. So what?
2: What you're saying is, in the minstrel shows, they played like the the thing that they were playing was they were playing the happy slave, and at the time you couldn't you could say, well, there are people that are very happy to be
0: in that situation. Is that is
2: that the analogy you were going for, Tommy?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) It's like the idea that you're perpetuating is uh, very harmful. All right, so people were responding to the tweets, uh, and. In response, Sia was attacking people, but also defending herself, saying that she actually did try to cast a nonverbal autistic person in the role. Okay. But they found it unpleasant and stressful. So they decided to change it to Maddie they Hewler.
2: As in the, the, the person? person,
0: the, the actor, the, 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 the person. Yeah, the person found it uh, unpleasant and stressful. So, Sia decided to not do that.
1: So, Sia fired them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it's called. Okay. And, <laughs> so and
0: didn't try to use anyone else.
2: And did not make any accommodations for them. I think that's for just a
0: lie. I don't think that even happened. Cool. Yeah. Most likely. No. I, I don't think that happened in the first place. But okay. um, I have a hard time
1: also believing that as well, Tommy. She also
0: gave this. Okay. So, this is one. this is the most egregious example of someone tweeting to her and her then responding. So, somebody said. Several autistic actors, myself included, responded to these tweets. We all said we could have acted in it on short notice. These yeah. excuses are just that, excuses. Pretty accurate, if if I say so. Sia responded, fucking bullshit. You have no <laughs> <God>. fucking <laughs> you have no fucking idea because you weren't there and haven't seen the movie. Maybe you're just a bad actor.
1: Did she hold auditions? Thoughts. Did she hold Wait, auditions? She said that after people. I'm gonna guess
0: no. <sighs> she I... she told this autistic actor okay. who's basically saying, "Hey, me and a bunch of other people would have gladly done this." Yeah, but
2: you didn't. Yeah, uh, or you didn't.
0: Fuck like... you. You don't know. Yeah. And I would have picked you anyway because you suck.
2: <laughs> yeah. There are
1: a ton of autistic actors. Turns out, um, yeah. neurodivergent folks are remarkably skilled at masking which is basically making it seem like you're a normal making it seem like you're neurotypical um Mm -hmm. i would argue that that's a prerequisite to acting um there are tons and tons and tons of autistic people out there who act every day just existing in the world i can't imagine (laughs) it would be too hard to translate that to a film anything
0: even if it's like okay i want to I, w- I want to portray this character who is specifically nonverbal and very uh, severe. It's still better to choose someone on the spectrum as opposed to not. Oh
1: yeah, anywhere on the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sia also wrote, "Grr, fuckety fuck. Why don't mm. you watch my film before you judge it? Fury. Fury. Oh, Fury." fury
2: fury fury
0: correct fury
2: like angry Lynn okay
0: all caps f-u-r-y
1: fury what else Tommy give us the rest of the story now this is delicious yum 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 yum.
0: we're gonna talk about the movie
1: yeah it makes me (laughs) mad I'm really mad (laughs) Tommy are you sending us a clip
2: are you streaming something
1: are you paused he's paused. he's frozen Hmm. it's
2: nice that he's smiling though yeah even even at the end he was smiling i will say like as a viewer and i think that like everyone agrees with this and i just like kind of Spader's question truth. yeah question like kate hudson and lamar odom jr for leslie odom jr Les- sorry leslie odom jr for like like, even, being even being a part of it, because it's just like, even if the performance is incredible, like now in 2020, I think that there is just this huge level of just cringe, cringe worthiness of seeing,
1: of even being a part a of that a person
2: impersonating something that yeah. is,
1: yeah, yeah, that is not them.
2: Not, yeah. Says,
1: computer froze up when I tried to screen share. I want to watch it. No. I know, me too. I want to watch it. I should give him a second.
0: Yeah, I feel really bad for My Maddie on the floor. I can't feel. If she positive. was like super Doesn't aware. Do you any family members we can contact? Family members? I can hardly take care of myself. Come on, this is your responsibility. Grow up.
1: Hey, music. I'm your sister.
2: Oh, she's got now. Is you.
1: Damn, it's okay.
2: Oh no. Hi there. I don't know
1: what I'm there I
2: do Music, it's your friend, <laughs> Ebo.
0: I live next door.
1: Can you move in?
0: <laughs> she can understand everything you are saying to her. And if you are happy, press this. I am sad. Very funny, troublemaker. <laughs> she sees the world in a completely different way from us.
2: We're about to have a pool party. I am happy.
1: Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: This could have been done so easily without her having...
1: It could have just Goodness. been a young woman who is yeah. is is so deeply sad by the and death I of her mother. Her just like she
2: helps me. And I'm actually learning how to love. Because I love her. So cute. That's what she seems like. She's like... Quote, unquote, normal in the music videos. Like,
1: oh, she's normal. Yeah, she's like, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When she performs music, she's normal. And when she's, oh, Jesus. Wow, I'm glad we watched that. Tommy's going to be mad, but. Yes, yeah. yes, Tommy, we can hear you. I
0: need
1: to
2: confirm that I didn't just lose all the audio no Jesus Christ. No, he's not mad. He's not mad at you. No, he's going to be mad if he lost all the audio, though.
1: Did you lose all the audio, Tom?
2: We, we
0: did not. Yeah. <gasps> all right, I'm recording again. Let me know when you're recording.
1: We are recording. Yeah. Sorry. All right.
0: Okay. Uh. Turn. Them yeah, I think can. we should pretend
1: like we haven't seen it.
0: Okay. So, you haven't seen the trailer, correct?
1: Have you? Not. Haven't seen not at all.
0: Have not. Never not all. seen all right. this one. So, this film, I decided to watch it, and. In the first minute and 30 seconds, Wait, you which is all I think I film? need to show you.
1: You watched the whole yeah. movie?
0: I watched the whole goddamn movie.
1: <laughs> oh, Tommy! Oh. <laughs> wow!
0: Of all the weeks to t- t- hey hey, I'm going to put in the research. I'm going to see what this is all about. I chose this week because I had to know. I had to know. I think that these first 90 seconds are all that I needed to see to want to not watch the rest. But I did it anyway. Tommy, you're a hero
1: and an idiot. And
0: I'm now going to share these horrible 90 seconds with you of this film.
1: So, Tommy, did you pay for this movie in full?
0: Nope. Not one bit.
1: (laughs) I can't wait till we're big and we get arrested by the government.
0: That's not happening.
1: I hope they do. I hope we're that big.
0: Are you able to hear some faint noise? Yes. Good.
1: It's ominous.
0: Ominous logos. It's
1: like that ominous, like, um, oh my God,
2: Pineapple Lasagna Productions. Cringe. Uh, She does have a very, like, her aesthetic from her first albums is very kid. Like, she's really into that, like, rainbow-colored, yeah, middle school, preschool.
0: Uh, Uh... (laughs)
2: all right okay yeah this is what i saw yeah
1: god it's pretty i'm i'm frustrated
2: okay okay cool
0: So that's about when I checked out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all.
2: I think it does. Okay. Think? So I've seen, um, some like posts of people in the disabled community talking about how modern dance mm-hmm. co-ops disabled bodies and the way disabled bodies work. And that's an interesting make thing it, to like, explore. Artistic and be yeah. um very. So that was definitely what I saw with Maddie Ziegler's dancing was very much like, so. When I The clip that we watched, I thought that she basically became totally, like, non-differently abled when she was in the music video world. Like, that's what I assumed, that that's the convention that they were using, that it was, right. like, in the real mm. world, she has autism, she has all of these, you know, differ, diff, different... Her body works different, her, her her brain and works And then once 3. she goes into music video world, then she becomes a... A normal, normal, normal girl, person, A yeah. normal girl, and that's you know, um, extremely probably problematic. But now I see that in that she's yeah. kind of still having those, um, those ticks and those um, body movements. She's still yeah. stemming, but which is when, what she's doing. But that's the thing is stimming. when she starts, yeah, when she starts dancing, it just looks like a fucking modern dance video.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it definitely is. Like some of the choreography uh, throughout it it kind of does like borrow from the tics and the stimming and stuff, but it like sanitizes it because they have like, they kind of have total control over their bodies, but they'll still do choreography that looks really. Yeah. That's performative. It's performing something
1: that other people don't necessarily have quote control over.
0: Um, I also like that, uh, This movie, like for all the controversy over uh, the ableism aspect of it, it also has ambiguous blackface in the first 90 seconds. How How she's with her
1: hair being styled in that way. Well,
0: her skin tone is also it's not brown, but it's really darker, like orange shade. And her hair was like kind of like and her hair looks like it's braided, yeah, a certain way. It was yeah, I'm gonna 100
1: percent agree with you on that because it's also a feeling I had. Um and whether it was intentional or not, this is just a bad fucking look. I, I I'm yeah. I'm worried about criticizing it too much um
2: as somebody who doesn't have autism. Um we had a we had a discussion during the break that Tommy maybe Yeah, when
0: my computer crashed.
2: This could be done with any like the story that she wants to be telling is uh, you know. Uh, someone's having a problem. The sister comes in. The sister has all the problems herself, and now by helping the other person, they save Sounds each like other. Sounds like you watched the trailer. Yeah, it it's is. Just- no, we didn't watch the trailer. We we didn't watch the trailer, oh, well, Tommy.
0: Well, that's a good guess then, because yeah,
2: didn't watch the trailer.
1: Um, it- we watched the trailer. Also, Kate Hudson was in this movie. <laughs> it, so here's the deal: <laughs> is that if um it, if if music is not autistic uh why couldn't it just be that simple why couldn't it be that she was suffering greatly from like the tragedy of her mother's death that's enough that's fuck that's fucking enough
0: yeah for this well, to be a story uh, that
1: sia could tell in a way that's impactful and makes people feel things
0: so since uh you've watched the trailer it seems like you've pretty much gotten most of the story yeah her mom dies well, sorry and then <laughs> The sister. No, it's fine. I'm just trying to establish to the audience that my computer crashed. They watched the trailer and then I showed them the clip. Yes. That is what happened. Now we're up to speed. So the story is (laughs) that, yeah, uh, music, the quote unquote, the lead uh, girl with autism, but uh, she's not really the lead. Kind of the sister is more the lead. Yeah. So they're using her story dies. Yeah. It centers more on Kate Hudson. Who is now forced to take care of her sister, and she's kind of like uh Kate is kind of like a recovering alcoholic herself. She also sells drugs for Ben Schwartz, who plays a drug dealer with Rose I do like
1: Ben uh, Schwartz, no. not in that role and not that way.
0: Yeah. Damn.
1: Yeah. Everyone no. Everyone is getting canceled.
0: Um, the music numbers. Uh, which there are they happen like every five or ten minutes. And they're not always inside uh the girls brain, they're inside the other characters' brains too. Okay,
1: so everyone is <laughs> going through the same drug trip. <laughs> yeah. Same
0: gas leak happening everywhere. By the way, Leslie Odom Jr., so he plays uh, as I mentioned, the neighbor who is from Ghana. Ghana. And his introduction into the movie is that uh Music is having a a meltdown uh, or an episode. A sensory meltdown, um, you could say. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And he uh, comes into the apartment. It seems like either he's uh, done this with music before or he just knows it from his past because it is established that in awkward uh, exposition dialogue, which there's a bunch of that he had a brother. Back in uh, Ghana where his brother was the same and he employs this method of restraining her that he says he learned from taking care of his brother in which he basically uh, gets on their back and it's called prone restraint. And it's Mm -hmm. one of the main sources of contention people have with the movie Mm -hmm. because it is uh, dangerous and can be lethal in some cases. Uh, Very not good. But he says... And this is the exchange. I'm going to crush you now and make you feel safe, he says. And then Kate Hudson says, you're not hurting her. And then he says, no, I am crushing her with my love. <sighs> As if that's just something he knows that's how to do. Legitimately Simple.
2: upsetting.
1: I would. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I would. I would. I would. That's within like the first 20 minutes. I'm just saying
1: that is That's horrible
2: all right
0: i just like don't Uh, even think this is funny
2: anymore i'm sorry yeah
0: no i like i mean really upsetting listen this no one thinks it's funny no
2: i know i know i just don't i i just want to not find any more i'm i'm just like setting it up that i'm not gonna find any more light if we're gonna continue talking
0: i how much more do you have tom (laughs) uh we're like getting towards the the last third perfect so oh yeah so i was i got sidetracked getting back to the music numbers this is really the worst kind of musical because you can take them out and it doesn't change anything right there's not in musicals you want to either reveal something about a character or a place or you want a change uh, to occur in the song uh, reveal something about a character uh, would mean that you learn something new that you didn't know before. And that never happens in this movie because you don't learn the the songs, the lyrics, like, I, I don't know, they're pop songs. They aren't designed for the movie. I mean, they're really like broadly, I guess, like there's a song where, uh it's spurred by the two uh Kate and Leslie um playing with music in a kiddie pool.
2: Yeah. You're uh, saying the that Sia doesn't know how to write a musical.
0: Yeah. I mean the song it's it's called 1 plus 1 and there's all this choreography with like girls holding hoses and there's like some kids in like fat balloon suits and it doesn't it's about them all being together, I guess, you uh-huh. could say. But it doesn't like, it doesn't tell us anything that we didn't already know. It's like the most surface level, oh, cool, they're together and having fun. Mm -hmm. Yippee.
1: So recently, um, Melanie Martinez released K through 12.
2: Super recent album, 2019.
1: It was, okay, but in terms of the Sia thing, um, and it was in the works for a really long time, it's a huge production. Uh, To me, it, If she wanted to just make a companion piece to her album, which Mm -hmm. she wanted to create, doing something like what Molly Martinez did, where it was just kind of, yeah, exactly, like Lemonade, where you just kind of, like, paste together the songs in a way that feels like some sort of meandering plot. Yeah. That feels comfortable, but but having a situation where you try to just, like... Insert a song every once in a while, pretending. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Pretending that it it furthers anything or matters at all is a problem.
0: I mean, also, especially when dealing with such subject sensitive matter, topics. Yeah, like it feels like you should be adding a lot of importance or significance to these songs, and and
1: like links to important articles are- that further your understanding of something that is really not to be talked about lightly in a film about music. I can't wait until movies come out with links. Me too. <laughs> It's, it's almost there. <laughs> We're almost there. Linked movies.
0: So, uh, just to hit on the last few points of the movie. Um, Mew there Mew is a was kid,
1: so long ago. Mew, Mew was such
0: a long time ago. Kid, there is a large uh, kid her age uh, who lives across the street called Felix. Okay, He doesn't say anything, but he is seen. So, she takes okay. these walks every day, like listening to headphones yeah. uh, uh-huh. on her own. And he is seen we'll to see like, following her in the background. No. And then there's a part where he like is shining a little flashlight through her window to like amuse her. Like there's a little light crawling around on the wall next to her while she's in bed and she's like laughing. And then that segues into a musical number. I shrug. I don't know. Anyway. This kid Felix, he also lives call, with call the um, <laughs> abusive Asian laundromat parents who yeah. uh, fight Hell all the yeah. time nice and job. shit on him and yeah. he uh Leslie Odom Jr uh trains uh uh kids in like a boxing uh club or something.
1: I'm sorry, did she add did she add fat shaming to her list of uh crimes and uh and stereotyping Uh, asian people as well with these with
0: these next two points so he's in a boxing match he he never says a whole word through the movie by the way he's just a silent kid and leslie is like i don't know why you're here but go get him okay so he's in the (laughs) ring his parents are watching with all the other parents and he steps up to his opponent and he hugs him hell yeah he He has definitely seen boxing (laughs) yeah and I guess he's trying to say something to his parents because they fight, fight all the time. And maybe if they didn't fight, that'd be better.
2: I think C is trying to do too much. <laughs>
1: Cheap it off more than she can chew. <laughs> That's, that is the anyway, end point here.
0: He, Relax. We're yeah. nowhere near the end. Uh, he <laughs> sees his parents <laughs> fighting. And uh, he, inter- he tries to intervene. And then uh, like when it gets physical, when it escalates uh, later in the movie and then his dad like knocks him over and he hits his head on a table and he he's dead he dies. he's dead now oh
1: God, he dies.
0: <laughs> he never gets to interact with any of our main cast
1: <laughs> he, <laughs> he dies he's
0: dead he's dead oh no and there's a mu- there's you bet there's a musical number about that
1: he dies does he go to heaven is it a does he go uh, to is I think in so, the so
0: but who knows
1: who sings in it? Who, so that's actually, that's a question I really oh, have. Is who's, uh,
0: It's it's usually Sia. Okay. I think <laughs> that make, like okay. once or twice it's Kate Hudson. And then one time it's Leslie Odom Jr. Okay. Good. Got to use that voice. Great voice.
2: Gr- amazing yeah, voice. From, actually, he was Hamilton. in. Um, Got to use her. He was in. Uh, commercial for Allstate. Proud. i'll state, sorry
0: <laughs> okay i'm He's almost in a commercial done talking for about the something. plot of the movie he
2: was in a tv show I ta- called
0: I lion guard about...
1: he played a cool, uh... great
0: don't care uh <laughs> tignatara <laughs> appears care. in this movie uh as a kids show host shouts out to her uh that's the thing there's this weird balance of like comedy sometimes in this movie but then also the hardest fucking most depressing drama And speaking of that, there's a scene in which Sia appears herself
1: in a cameo. What does she do, Tommy? Uh, What does she do?
0: She appears as a pop star that uh, Kate Hudson's character is delivering drugs to. What? And she's like in her fancy like studio in New York, like getting her hair done. And then Kate Hudson is there to deliver drugs because she's an uh, upper class client, I guess. And they have a conversation in which Sia says she is doing a thing called Pop Stars Without Borders. What? In which she says she plans to take these drugs and fly them in her plane over Haiti and drop, airdrop the drugs to, to Haitians because they need the drugs for, like, they're, like, medical-grade drugs.
1: Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, What? <laughs> What kind of drugs? Medical grade drugs.
0: I like Percocet and uh, Oxycontin. Oxycontin. I don't know.
1: Nobody needs. Doesn't matter.
0: All right. <laughs> she apparently thinks so. And I don't know if we're meant to laugh at this or think it's cool. I- or it's up be in the upset
1: air. by it because that's upsetting.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, that's my reaction to the, like all of the movie. Oh, also Leslie Odom Jr.'s character has AIDS.
1: Because he's from Africa? Yep. Cool.
0: Anyway, the movie ends with uh, Kate Hudson uh, taking music to an institution because her life has fallen apart and she can't take care of her anymore. Uh, But then she decides not to. And then she, her and music go and crash the wedding, which... uh, What uh, wedding? Um... Uh, what, what wedding? Leslie Odom Jr. is attending the wedding of his brother, who cheated oh. <laughs> with <laughs> on, his no, girlfriend no. or his wife, and is now marrying her. Okay, but he's like, but he's like, you know what? I forgive you because sometimes we just have to love, and that's what we have God, to do. God,
1: Sia is so tone deaf. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it.
0: So they crash the in wedding, uh, yeah, and then make amends on stage in front of everyone. And nobody wanted that. They decide to sing a song for everyone, which they practiced uh, in their apartment earlier in the movie. That's cute. And uh, the big thing is that um, music like sings, quote unquote, like she kind of gets the words out to to sing the song and and that's the the climax of the movie oh also uh the kid who died he ordered a service dog before he died and then it shows it's delivered to them in the apartment and that's the like happy that's the tag
1: the uh, service dog arriving at the end of the movie is literally what happens in the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime uh-huh. a play famously wow. not about autism but about behavioral issues um so okay. I'm not saying she ripped it from that very, very, very <laughs> famous stage play, but um I'm not saying she did it. Um uh, and it doesn't seem like she does how to do anything, <laughs> turns out.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I'm with that. Um so we're in the home stretch now. Okay. Uh, it felt like we've been there everything. for a long
1: time. It just it's keeps coming. He is gonna Listen, he's gonna edit it down so no one else
0: has to do this with him, but
2: yeah, but we have had to do this with you. Right.
0: We get to go to bed afterwards. Well, I've, I've let you give your input i didn't want to steamroll over what you had to say absolutely
1: not that's true you're uh, right you're the hero here tommy
0: speak of <laughs> thanks so what do you uh do you have anything else to say about everything i've just told you or should we I move into the i don't
1: i wish it was it was i you know you said my topic was really visual which it was but i do believe that mm-hmm. i that this would be better if the people out there could see our faces <laughs> um
0: oh yeah it's just dismay
1: i can't What is the demographic of people watching it? Yeah, I don't know.
0: That's another thing. I don't know who the movie is for. Maddie Ziegler fans, Dance
2: Mom fans, teens.
0: Well, okay, so... Yeah, but... People.
2: I mean, I'm just wondering if that's who she thought her demographic People from Ghana.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Boxers. But the other thing is, like, (laughs) it's definitely not for uh, autistic people, because there's a lot of uh, flashing strobe lights and bright colors that people say uh cool so it's also
1: inaccessible yeah it's also super inaccessible
0: uh and i wouldn't even recommend uh neurotypical people watch this movie because it's not like it's not tommy you're saying i
1: wouldn't recommend but i'm i'm gonna ask you to just formally ask no one to
0: watch this movie yeah please no one watch it uh i already spoiled all the parts for you and i thought maybe it'd be like a funny cringe movie but if you've seen the clips and read the synopsis you've got all of the the humor there is like it's really yeah I, it's really just <laughs> upsetting
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: why did so yeah well it's it's like it's also boring i mean as a film just looking at it strictly as a film it's not very entertaining or engaging and if i didn't if I wasn't seeing it through for this, I would have turned it off, like I said, within the first few minutes. Yeah. Definitely within the first half hour. Yeah. Um, so this movie is nominated for best motion picture, musical, or comedy.
1: For what, Tommy? for, for who's saying
0: that? For the Golden Globes. The Golden Ass Globes. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> 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 uh, and Kate Hudson is nominated for best actress in that category as well.
1: Cool. Uh,
0: that's I hope she turns it bullshit. down.
1: What she just recently yeah, came out. Awesome, Tom. Fred, she she recently said something about the movie.
2: Listening.
0: I yes. I I have a section about their responses. A uh, section,
1: Tom. You have a section. No, no,
0: no. Listen, by section I mean like three bullet points. Okay, it's, perfect. That's okay. fine. So move on. Getting into the wrap up mm-hmm. of the fallout. After this movie came out this month, Jane, I'm just going to read a quote here. Jane Harris, speaking for the charity National Autistic Society, okay. said that they were concerned by the suggestion that an autistic person wouldn't be able to cope in the role of the autistic lead character. Just talking about the casting again.
1: OK, it's a fucking job and autistic people are expected to go to work every day. Yeah, Sorry.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, that's it. She also added that they would be disappointed by the nominations and There's a change.org position calling for the nominations to be rescinded that has over 100,000 signatures by the time of this recording. So I think a lot of people agree with that. And then there were three other organizations that made a joint press release declaring the use of restraints dangerous and also saying that the movie team failed to address recommendations to protect autistic people, which means that maybe they received recommendations even like before or while they were filming from other sources that they just that they ignored because yeah because they wanted to have the part where he says that he's crushing her with his love
1: well Sia is a very tommy Sia is a very physical woman you know
0: she likes to feel things out yeah she's um, very impulsive she's yeah an artist. and
1: uh tommy as a filmmaker yeah. i'm upset that you didn't catch the theme of hugging in her piece Wow! That not only was hugging the cure to autism. Thank God we can finally cure autism, but also uh, the cure to parental abuse. Tommy, did you not catch that? That's that true. What the world needs is not more protection for, uh, for, um, you know, for demographics that are marginalized people. Marginalized, yeah, yeah for marginalized peoples. But it it just needs more needs love, more hugs. Tom. Just needs more cool. love.
0: So Sia said that she recut oh, the God. movie to remove the alleged scenes showing restraint being used, but sure, it's, and it's like p- they're pivotal scenes. There's even a scene where like he trains, uh, Kate Hudson to do it in public in a park because he doesn't want to be quote the black man jumping on a screaming white girl in the park.
1: Oh, it doesn't matter. The police will do that for her. Yeah. Would also restrain that young woman. It's a extremely yeah. dangerous thing to portray. Uh
0: so I don't know how she took those out, but she said she did. They weren't out in the cut that I did. Yeah. Uh anyway, the movie grossed sixteen no, six hundred thousand dollars on a budget of sixteen million and it has a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow.
2: The people have spoken
0: both both very justified i'm so surprised
2: yeah. that the golden globes gave it even
1: touched it It's right? such a bad look yeah. i mean i mean the so award horrible. shows in general are constantly under fire for being everything that they are um yeah but like
0: to su- then support something so
1: egregious as this film
0: it's really weird that like a <laughs> few critics that? did not get the memo that yeah everyone's not down with this and they're like oh it's a great movie is like, <laughs> we liked it though but we, yeah, we liked this one positive reviews yeah <laughs> it's crazy so the cast which you mentioned um yeah.
1: kate hudson notably
0: uh kate Showed hudson up. yeah she's she was interviewed on Kimmel and she said it's opened up a dialogue and that they're listening she was pretty non-committal that's about fucking it, not enough just, yeah like, neutral yeah uh maddie ziegler she didn't post anything on our Instagram about it. Right. And in fact, notably, she posted uh, about a different movie that she's in coming to South by Southwest next month instead of this one.
1: She has a terrible publicist. Mm,
0: I, I think it's a good move to not talk about it, if you're asking me. But in the quotes that I could find, she was also pretty neutral, just like, oh, she's an artist. Good for her. But well, it's also important to hear people's voices and Leslie Odom Jr. gave a similar line, but then he also said that Sia is a real visionary. I think in the tradition of David Bowie,
1: he's canceled.
0: <laughs> he's canceled. Oh wow, <laughs> we're just dropping people like flies. He's fucking this, canceled. This That's film. too
1: bad. It's ben Schwartz <laughs> has he talked? Because I did, I did like uh, him.
0: No, but he is. He's only in a couple scenes. I'd be surprised if he does talk. I think if I were him, I'd just want to pretend talk about that it Sonic didn't happen and, and just nothing s- else.
1: Just take that paycheck because it's a pandemic and he needs it. Uh, But I love Ben Schwartz and he has so many royalties coming in from other places.
0: Yeah. This last quote from Leslie Odom Jr. sums up what he thinks is Sia's strength and what I think is probably her uh, fatal flaw is that she's really one of those artists that her channel is not blocked from the divine. Yeah, And so what she sees and hears in her head She doesn't judge those things to come to her, and she just makes them.
1: Oh my God, Leslie Odom Jr. is a fucking moron. I hate him.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Leslie.
1: Yeah, you you got it wrong.
0: Sometimes it's good to self judge your ideas.
1: Um, he was in an episode of Lion Guard in which he played a gorilla who smashes things, and then he learns to use his smashing power, his like big strength. Yeah to be kind so
0: he crushes people with his love
1: and he's and Schwartz also has
2: cornrows
1: in the movie. Yeah, he did mention that, but I don't think I don't think yeah. it can really have an impact unless you see it. It's and he also wears a kimono in a scene. <laughs> killer. Um I'm not even going to sing the the Leslie Adam Jr song, but um yeah, he sings really nice in that.
0: So in conclusion.
1: Yeah, Tom, what's up?
0: A, uh, I'm sorry for doing this to everyone, but I thought it had to be – I thought it had to be done. It didn't this have to be done, but you really
1: – it was an interesting story and I learned a lot.
0: is nominated for a Golden Globe. Yeah, that is – Best is. Motion Picture. Yeah. I just want to emphasize that. And I think that when I was um, trying to evaluate my takeaway from all of this, if there is one – Because clearly there's a history of autistic or uh, disabled characters in films being regarded as classics and star making performances. Yeah. And is there really like, are we just at the point where that's not okay in society anymore? Or is this just a terrible version of that? And I think it's a little bit of both. I think this is like the worst possible version you could have done it's Um, like it's
1: like the grand finale of um everything that's wrong in hollywood (laughs) (laughs) like like,
2: this had to be done no much like oh okay you might want to cut this out but much like hitler it had to be got done for us to know that this is horrible and never should be done again linnea's
1: hard on for hitler in the last few episodes (laughs) is Everyone can see it. You're tenting, my love. Uh, I, must I be really, done. But like because this has been done, yeah, we're never gonna yeah. fucking do this again in history.
0: I yeah. I hate
1: it, and I wish it was never done. I would like you
0: know to. What, Linnea? you're right. Nazis I have a never came back. They were done once and <laughs> done forever. That's that's the that's the optimism. That's the spirit. I like to hear.
1: Um, what is the do you have a do? Uh, what is the theme of eggs and ketchup in the? Is it that she only uh, eats one food and it's eggs egg, and ketchup?
0: Yeah. Yep. You, you okay. nailed it. Cool. That's what this movie is. You, you can call it from a mile away. It's a trope
1: that's used for folks with autism a lot. Um, oh. and it's not amazing. Uh, eating is a super sensory thing. Uh. And so, uh, food is a really easy thing for people to control. And so often, uh, food is a great outlet for controlling that some sort of sensory intake for yourself. Um, wow i wish they just wouldn't have fucking made this movie i'm so upset i'm i I am so upset 10% agree i'm angry on a level that i I feel like i'm gonna cry i'm so mad i don't feel that mad often
0: there's a positive note for me who's the costumer though they should be given an award maybe maybe you'll disagree with this but i think uh so i was thinking about all this history of this and like is there a way how how do you do this? How do you make a film about autism? Um, yeah. And here is the example that came to mind that I think is something that you can at least look to as you a, as a
1: white male,
0: maybe not perfect, n-
1: neurotypical individual. Continue.
0: I'm just throwing this out there. You
1: no, you're right. You're right to throw it out there. Just I want to put a bunch of qualifiers on you first.
0: This, 100%. Uh, this is a film that I was shown in college for a film class called My Left Foot. 1989. Yeah. It was a film starring Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. He plays a character who had cerebral palsy. And that character goes on to become a successful author and artist. And the story is based on a memoir that was written... By the person himself, uh, I hear Christy you. Brown. And no, that's it actually a true legit story. And I think that you know somebody propping up the real story of someone who went through that uh, instead yeah. of trying to concoct something that's gonna meet or check off these boxes. And the other thing is, I that story is about agency. Yes. And the this movie music it treats her like an obstacle. Yes, she doesn't like really make choices or play any role in the story. And I I think that I don't know. Yeah, you I can agree. Tell no, a story no about Tommy, I do that, agree with you. I think that it, the yeah.
1: the strength of my left foot is that it comes from a real story that really happened to a person. You can look at an individual and yes, in all situations where you're dealing with somebody who is different, or othered by society, you always use that othered person. You always use that othered identity. Um, that's something we continue to learn every single day, and we continue to ignore. Um, and uh, and the next best thing, honestly, is taking a story that actually happened um, and and doing your best to replicate that person's story. If you don't have, if you don't have the experience, to just exist as somebody who has CP or or somebody who's autistic or somebody who is, uh, I don't know. In any in any situation CP and autism are not similar or the same or close to close in any way but um, they are the two examples that Tommy has and so we're talking in those in that perspective
0: um, I, I'm just talking about disabilities in general that's that's the only yeah. comparison I draw
1: um so when you're when you're dealing with somebody who's other the next best thing is just use a story that already exists for a real person and then you can look at that person and you can mirror them mirror their experiences versus trying to mirror the experience of an entire population of individuals who have completely different lives from each other um yeah yeah and that is that is the strength of something like my left foot or um the fucking ansel adams movie that uh claire danes was in
0: no they they acknowledge in interviews ziegler and sia that she had like they acknowledge that the spectrum is wide and there are many varieties of people on it And this is the one that they chose to portray. And I think the bottom line is that why? The story that they chose to do so with uh, did not justify doing it.
1: Yeah. It was such an inappropriate display of um, anything.
0: (laughs) It was bad. (laughs) She deleted her Twitter. That's, That's a start that's a start uh anyway
2: yeah you're gonna have a blast editing that tommy, yeah, tommy it's been of the that. fucking longest thing ever <laughs> and you have told us to cut it off at around th- you've told me to stop talking at around 30 minutes before yeah never cut us I... off again
1: that was super fucking long and miserable the whole time <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was horrible
0: <laughs> uh, in conclusion that was a very long segment And may have been a little out of our depth, and it was miserable. No, I just,
2: I think that you're very, you're very correct in saying like we're all over our heads in this, and I just feel like it's, it's hard, it's hard to get it right, and I just, and like we'll all try and get it right, but it's just, it's a hard thing to do a deep dive into because there's so
0: much. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm gonna quote the Independent. Let's toss a huge wig over this thing and pretend it never happened. (laughs)
1: Linnea, what's your topic? (laughs) That's all. Are you ready? Jughead?
2: (laughs) No. I'm just going to take a few deep breaths. Going to get grounded. (laughs) have a mini therapy session for both me and sia <laughs> let's
1: have a moment of silence for <laughs> sia and her career
0: oh yeah a moment of silence for yep yep that's that's warranted
2: okay uh so nice. tommy you brought this up earlier wondering if someone was going to cover kim kardashian and kanye west being uh filed oh. for divorce this week and i did Little it circle i this week i'm talking about kim kardashian and kanye west and namely just kind of like chronicling kim's story i realize as i'm saying that i did not research kanye West's story at all um but it was <laughs> mainly just because i i i have watched keeping up with the kardashians and i knew that Kim Kardashian's dating slash marriage history is a little bit more than just Kanye West, so I'm going to talk about that. Uh, this sounds
0: exactly like the uplifting happy <laughs> yeah. story. So that it's we right need. after.
2: Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot easier right after I say the news story, and I'm not going to go like too into detail for the news story because like neither of them have really, neither of them have confirmed anything, neither of them have gone public. It's like a source, a TMZ got a had a source close to the. Wests, the Kardashian Wests, that um, they are um, having an amicable split and they have joint custody and everything is a-okay. There's not any um, negative stuff going on. But um, the backstory of what it's been going on and what um, like Variety, the story that Variety was giving was that um, Kim wanted to get a career She got really interested in law. She wanted to pass the bar exam. She got really interested in um, going and having a career in prison reform. Yeah, cool. Um, so the story that they painted is kind of like Kim's on the up and Kanye's on the down because he's Mm. abusing his Twitter platform. He ran. He had a failed presidential run that he like pulled out of and was like, hey, J.K. Yeah. Um, so they're basically like uh kim's doing great but kanye is just having these like speculated problems he did come out as um or he, he didn't come out as i think that kim like said something publicly about kanye having bipolar disorder
1: he talked about it yeah he talked about, he it. He, about it he
2: made an album about it so it's like there's I like. I like. Yeah. I like. They're very much in the public eye, and their problems are very much in the public eye. So I'm not necessarily going to like speculate on what's going on, actually. But um, the facts that. Um, that are a little bit more concrete is the pair's last public appearance together was during Paris Fashion Week in March 2020. Holy cow, this episode really is just a web of everything else.
1: Um, We do a pretty good job of it, I think, every single episode.
2: Yes. Kim was supportive on Instagram in November 2020. She made a post about his uh, anniversary of something to do with Kanye. Um, I think it was one of his Maybe Life of Pablo album, and um, they have four kids together, North, Chicago, Saint, and Palm, North and Chicago are the girls, Saint and Palm are the boys, and yeah, so they're going to have joint custody over the kids, and they are having an amicable split. What do you guys think about that? I think they've known
1: each other for a really
0: long long
2: time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have
1: have
0: the the (laughs) blowdown on that. I'm not at all surprised.
1: I yeah, and she's always. I mean, we have no idea who he is as a person in the home.
0: Yeah, if he's this chaotic in the public sphere, he I can only imagine
1: is probably chaotic at home. But I imagine that it it presents differently. Ah, yeah. I, it's like it's like saying comedians are funny at
0: home
2: yeah no it's I not, mean, well, yeah. not obviously, like that at
0: all there's no I mean obviously he's different, but yeah. it's like uh I don't know I, I can't imagine it's that much better.
2: there's like a video that I watched where it was like I'm pretty sure it was Kim and Kanye being interviewed together and it was like kind of set up as like a domestic life kind of like interview and he was just going off into like he looked oh unhinged unhinged and he looked a little he looked wrong um oh, good. And some people, like I have heard <laughs> Drag Queen, so I'm like my news sources isn't exactly we about that Jeffrey great. Star. But some people have like speculated that Star like Kanye West was in the public eye and he like was used not as uh like he he okay, so this isn't what they were talking about, but like the quote like George george bush hates black people like that's a very famous kanye west okay. quote of he went on tv and he, he was talking about hurricane katrina and he said and they were like you know interviewing kanye west about the topic and he said george bush george george bush george bush hates black people so he's very like pro-black anti um institutionalized racism and he like had Something that we could all get behind really liberal, like. Awesome political stance, but then he was used as like a political pawn by Trump in Trump's campaign where he was seen visiting with Trump at the Trump Tower and these drag queens (laughs) that they were like, you know, uh, Kanye West has ever since he has this whole like he was used by the Trump campaign. um, That's like kind of like fucked with his mind. Mm. As like he was used as a political yeah. bond by the Republican Party, um, because yeah, he I mean, he publicly yeah. said like he was pro Trump, didn't he? He did. I did yeah, not research I, this I, part. I'm just. I mean, he talking.
0: He. I. I definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely not disagreeing that he was used, but at the same time, I think he's the one who bridged that connection, or or at least like started I'm, saying in public, "Hey, I'm pro Trump," and a then problem. Trump picked up on that, and he's like, <sighs> "Yeah, dude, come over."
1: I have a problem a with it. I do. I yeah. d- I think it's like it it to to me it it has the vibe of John Travolta being trapped in Scientology. Um how mm. trapped is John Travolta? You know what I mean? He's John Travolta. What do they have on him that keeps him in the church? Um Kanye West is Kanye fucking West. Like he could he could do a lot of things and people would still he would still have a solid base. Look at Eminem mm-hmm. um, there is I have a really, really hard time believing he was a pawn in a political mm-hmm. thing. He He had his hands in it too then. Like he just he just did. He just had to have been a part of it. He's not some helpless little baby. He's an adult who well, has yeah, that's what I'm
0: saying. But- a huge
1: empire behind him.
0: But also the fact that he's bipolar and like, but he's not knows helpless how much of this. I mean, yeah, but it, I don't know who, who knows how much of this, who knows like, what the
1: fuck he's thinking
0: Trump rhetoric he even believed he or has just like, too much money to be suckered into.
1: He has too much money.
2: Yeah. I think that this <laughs> not, is like definitely a story of like, so, he has too much money. Fame, fame, maybe fucked with his head much more than it has with Kim's head is the story that Variety is painting. They're painting Kim yeah. as this, like, stable stable uh, life businesswoman, and Kanye is tweeting and posting all of these... That tracks. Yeah, tweets. So, um, as a Kim stan, <laughs> uh, I, I really like Kim Kardashian West, and I uh, I'm gonna track her... Um her marriage, because this is not the first time that she has been married. Um, I'm gonna track her like uh like dating and marriage stuff and just be like uh just talk up to you guys about if you knew it or not. Probably didn't. As a fun side note, the only time Linnea uses
1: Kim Kardashian's full name, she still abbreviates it to Kim Kardashian.
2: Uh, which I think is very cute. Oh, in my notes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Kim married producer damon thomas you guys heard of him
1: Uh, yes i have heard of damon
2: thomas yes okay so kim married producer damon thomas when she was 19 in 2000 and they divorced in 2003 which is um about four years which is about which is the same amount of time as um kanye so uh there were court documents released later where um in the divorce papers it was stated that Damon Thomas was abusive, both verbally and physically, to Kim. And right after that came out, he refuted it and said that um, basically she is a, to paraphrase the sentiments that he was giving, a um, celebrity, hungry, whore, liar the um he
0: digger, et cetera.
2: Yeah, he gave some really choice words saying like this wasn't true, and basically just like dragging her through the mud. Jesus, okay. Mm. Um, so after or while that was happening, Kim and Kanye met for the first time Yay! and they met in 2002 at a recording <laughs> session with Brandy and at Who the time played Cinderella. Yes, and at the time she Kim Kardashian was Brandy's stylist. And um, Damon is uh Brandy's brother, so that there's like a weird little a a little tra- a circle of
1: of just famous people of just
2: famous people who are related yeah. and then
0: Yippee. related Cast by the money around uh, in a circle getting married.
2: Um. Okay. So after Kanye or after sorry after Damon Thomas uh Kim. More famous uh, for uh, dating Ray J, which was who she made her sex tape with. Famously from the Correct. TV show For the Love of Ray J. Yes. And um, Ray J. I think he's and Kim's from that sex
0: tape. Sex I've never tape. Heard of that show. Famous
2: for the TV show For the Love of Ray was, J. Was um, <laughs> uh, apparently released without her consent. Um, but Ooh. it did uh kind of put her on the Make map people started talking yeah. about it really did, kim yeah. kardashian because of her big That's sex messy. tape and i mean
1: like there is yep. a there is a narrative that i do not approve of or like very much that people think that she was in on the sex tape thing and because she benefited from it at all it was her fault that it was mm-hmm. released
0: um mm, which yeah.
1: fucking sucks because yeah
0: i I was, I was gonna say if anything i mean i don't know enough to speculate but Clearly, it became a more popular thing to intentionally do after it happened to her. So, I think a lot of that can also just be hindsight. People thinking that it was her idea to start that
2: because phenomenon, but
0: they're comparing I, it to
2: people who you're saying. To copycats.
0: Saying... Okay. Be- because she got famous off it, people would release their own and be like, hey, I'm going to be the next. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it, Paris Hilton, it also happened to mm-hmm. her, right? Yeah, it did. And Pamela Anderson, so...
2: Yeah. I and I think uh, Kim was Paris's stylist also. Um, wow.
1: What is a stylist? I, am I stupid? What a is that? stylist
2: is just someone who picks out clothes for... Hair and makeup. The celebrity.
1: Uh, it's not hair and makeup. Okay, so they yeah. help pick out what yeah, their they, look is? Yeah, they pick
2: out what they wear. Okay. Um, gotcha. And that's what Kim, like, she had a boutique with her sisters. Like, that is, like, when people are, like kim kardashian is famous for nothing like before she was um stylist to the stars and also her family um in 2007 which is right after she dated nick lachey and nick cannon and then she dated reggie bush all of this um wasn't on the show um, but in 2007, Keeping Up with the Kardashians started and they are not famous for nothing. She was a stylist of the stars. She did have the sex tape, which they do talk openly about um, on the show. And they also. Um, so their dad, Robert Kardashian, I think, was the mm-hmm. defense lawyer on the O.J. Simpson trial. So um, correct. The. Uh, he passed away. Um Became the mom, the momager uh chris remarried and um so so they talk about that um in the show as well okay so yes october 14th 2007 keeping up with the kardashian starts and after that on the show in the first one of the few first seasons she gets married after a quick engagement to chris humphreys who is a very tall football player and they were married for 72 days And then. um, So
0: this show started before her and Kanye were together?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, it did. Wow. So that that. ended in May 2011. And then in. April 2012 she went public with Kanye West so there is a mm. period of time in the show where she is single and then she meets Kanye and then you kind of see Kanye becoming a part of the family more um, in, du- in December 2012 she had um, her first child um, their child together and then in June, two th- in June 2013 they uh, the child was born and then in october 2013 he proposed and they got married in may 2014 oh my god
1: i totally i remember when they got married too why is this so special to me why am i having like i'm having like a heartwarming feeling of like i guess it's because it's when i was like into like media so i was late high school early college felt really special yeah wow
2: yeah Um, and it's like i don't have that it's fun it's fun to like Think about their marriage, and even though maybe it, it ended, like, on a hard note, as, like, 2020 ended hard for everyone. So, like, it's not like yeah, honestly. they, like, had a tumultuous year within a year of, like, pristine marriages. Um, but, like, it's really nice because I do feel like we've, like, seen the chronicling of I did stop at season eight of keeping up with the Kardashians. I see watch season one through eight while I have my wisdom teeth taken out. So it's pretty drugged up and it's really fun <laughs> when you're on paint bills. Uh Don't do that. I don't endorse that at all. Uh, but if, if you're prescribed them, you can do it. It would be very um, Kardashian, <laughs> uh, but it's like, okay. So through Kanye lyrics, you get uh, lyrics about uh, his relationship with Kim Through watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you get the relationship with Kanye and it's a little bit more Kim side. So it's like it's a fun Mm -hmm. like it's fun to see like what's going on. And then like it's detective work. It's it is detective work, but it's also like I was, you know, like we were rooting for you. We were, you know, like it's it's a nice (laughs) it was a nice relationship to see because it was like. It seemed like a really nice, wholesome, nice relationship. Like, they I, have I nice actually, kids. Yeah. They had a nice family. The Kardashians, like, in general, like, they they are so in the public eye, but they do really, really want to be good parents. And they do. And they I do believe have, that they, for they, Kanye West as well, that despite mental problems that might... Oh, hinder him from doing so like
0: I think yeah I'm sure yeah I'm sure he has the best intentions be
2: good parents it's,
0: that has nothing to do with him being a huge narcissist and uh,
2: he's an absolute
0: narcissist
1: yeah yeah I um. yeah I like I we talked briefly about it last week how it was kind of cute that he's got this thing he likes and he's sharing it with his they kids are a little
2: bit weird about like they are dating weird. black men and like creating black babies it's a little bit Mm. fetishizing like their whole family in general also
0: the whole brown fishing thing yeah when you do the before and after photos of like them back in the 2010s and then she did have
2: major plastic surgery
0: yeah to make her look
2: she had major plastic
0: surgery to to make her
1: look black less Armenian less Armenian
0: hmm just race bending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, it's race bending. You're right, Tommy. Yeah. The fifth element.
2: Um, cool.
0: But I hope, <laughs> hope, hope all the best they're, for them. They're nonetheless, like, nonetheless, what I'm saying is, is the they're slightly problematic, here, right?
2: but they're not the worst. Like, the, it could be much worse.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think they're, they. I mean, they're so big. Once you get to that level, you automatically get a level of shit yeah. thrown yeah, at you from the, yeah. the general public. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it's a little overblown. But at the same time, there are issues there. And I hope that they work them out. 100%
1: agree. Well, they're not. They're divorced now. But um, (laughs) but they do have joint custody. Now that they've gotten out of that. For the sake of the kids. Yeah, they do have joint custody. And I I hope they're, they're kiddos. Maybe
0: it's for the best.
1: Yeah. I have, like four or five different kids at my preschool whose parents are getting divorced right the fuck now um, Oh shit and they're fine
0: realizing that there's another year of quarantine not and they're like well they're
1: fine 20 years though. no the they'll be fine. No, they be fine they will be fine. <laughs> they will be fine they will be fine they'll have, they have things to work out in therapy they have more money than yeah. you. But everyone has things to work <laughs> they have so therapy. much money money doesn't solve the trauma <laughs> they're fine <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, that's unless the you have a good the therapist that you're money, money does for. not solve trauma <laughs>
1: um yeah i also like know multiple people who are getting divorces during quarantine Mm. uh that's that's quarantine baby
0: (laughs) that's quarantine um hope we didn't depress any of our listeners this episode does anyone (laughs) want
1: to give some good news about themselves uh, yeah. James Franco's uh,
0: sexual
2: assault case went through. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My sister just told me that.
0: <laughs> oh, James. I mean, I knew about this already, but God damn it. <laughs>
2: um
0: Linnea, Oh yeah let, I do have good news um so yeah. I am
2: going to be taking a brief hiatus from this podcast because I fucking hate it just kidding No <laughs> <Jesus>
0: Christ <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: going to be taking a brief hiatus from this podcast because I am going to be working um in a place that has spotty internet so um I'm going to be replaced by my our good friend Beep. Maybe not. not we actually don't, don't know yet I um, do I'm not going know replaced yet. by insert host and i hope that you enjoy
0: or or it'll just be us
2: it won't be who knows Um,
1: but tommy and i are up in the air tommy and i are working hard to figure out a really great solution to uh this big old hole in our hearts and uh for for four whole weeks yeah
0: we'll miss you
1: uh so we're gonna we'll we'll have someone new and fresh and fun and different or uh tommy and i will be doing some extra legwork to make something else work basically
0: <laughs> or we'll be doing extra work to be interested in each other's topics yes yeah Correct.
1: or or we'll listen harder yeah
0: i promise i'll never talk about Sia again
1: please it's just the
2: autism for me it's the autism <laughs> for me
0: <laughs> <laughs> well everyone i hope you were able to enjoy this episode of the current podcast <laughs> that i am on <laughs> and we'll see you in the future
1: well yeah Yeah. if we're not absolutely canceled for this one assuming
0: no one cancels they hate they gotta listen to cancel they
1: do oh it's a blessing in disguise okay bye